Oh, hello everybody. Welcome back again to the show. Dr. Movie Road Warrior Reviews with me. It's a Mario. No, my name's Rick, in case you don't know. Uh, that was another one sent in by Court Sciops. I messed up on the last one that uh, he kind of gave it, but it, it worked out pretty good. But uh, I don't know. I like Road Warrior Reviews. That's pretty cool, actually. So, if I just had a cool name besides Rick or Ricky or whatever that is. So, uh, yeah. We get, uh, I had a special request to end up uh, in this week with a movie from uh, a request from my good buddy Dan Bone from uh, sorry I'm in traffic <laughs> uh, podcast on Haunted Hill one of my favorite podcasts to listen to one of the first podcasts I really started listening to uh, if you're not listening to podcast on Haunted Hill turn this show off and go to Legion Podcast or Spotify or Spunkify whatever you listen to and pull up Podcast on Haunted Hill with Gav and Dan, and you won't be disappointed like you are with this show. Anywho, my good friend Dan, who does a lot of stuff for me whenever I ask. He's one of those guys that I can ask anything, and he just he just does it, right? So uh, he asked me to review a movie from 1997. We all know it. It's Anaconda. PG-13 it is. Uh, 1997. So this is, uh, he, he wanted to know if it still held up in my eyes. And I went to the theater and saw this when it came out. And I tell you, it really does. This movie does hold up. And I think what it is, I, I paid a lot of attention. I mean, I went, like I said, I went and seen this when it came out originally. And, you know, you're doing the theater experience, so you're not breaking things down when you're watching it. But now, being that you kind of already know how the movie goes, I haven't seen it really since it came out either. But uh, what makes it hold up is the fact that they started figuring out the combination of CGI and practical effects together make it work. And it really does. I mean... (laughs) I'm I'm actually kind of taken back by how good it looks nowadays versus, I, I guess, you know, we were still just getting new to the whole CGI thing, and it still kind of had that synthetic look about it from time to time, but it gave you the option of seeing creatures or people or whatever to do things that normally were just physically not possible on the screen. So this movie delivers and it delivers very well. You all know this movie, right? So, I mean, come on. Let's talk about it. let's talk about our cast, right? So, first and foremost, you got Jennifer Lopez, right? You got Ice Cube. And let's just say it, the person that makes this movie is John Voight. Uh he's a a great bad guy in this. And I remember when I read that before that he was going to be the bad guy. I was like, yeah, I just don't see that happening. Uh, even now, watching it, you're like, yeah, man, this this dude is, he's the low of the low. And really knocks it out of the park with his performance in this. Let's see, man, we got, we got a lot of people in this. We got Eric Stoltz in this. I'm an Eric Stoltz fan. I just am. Um. Uh, 
I kind of, you know, looking back, you kind of think, well, did he get a raw deal with Back to the Future? Because originally he was going to be Marty. Uh, I don't know. Was he good enough to carry it? Nothing against Michael J. Fox because I'm, I'm a J. Fox fan, which you're going to find out in a few episodes from now as well. But, uh, yeah, Eric Stoltz, man. Uh, I, I like everything he's in. And we got uh, Owen Wilson. At this point, not a household name just yet. You got a almost unrecognizable Danny Trejo in this at the beginning. And, uh, I mean, it, it took me a little bit. I was like, wait a minute. That's him. And I was really surprised. So, uh, this movie is solid. The formula is nothing new. Uh, it's pretty standard. You're, you're pulling a lot from Jaws. Like any movie of this kind where you're chasing a beast or whatever, you're going to pull from Jaws, right? It just made that big of an impact. And this definitely does pull from that as well. The whole... Uh, John Voight is a snake hunter. That's what he does, right? The movie opens up with Treo, uh, who worked with uh, John Voight's character, what's his name, Paul. But we don't know that at first. What we see is Danny Treo in this building, like out on a swamp or whatever. It's taking place in the Amazon. So not a swamp. It's the Amazon. And uh, he starts hearing noises. His animals start freaking out, and then all of a sudden, the baseboards of his house start popping up. Something is after him, but we never see what it is. And obviously, he dies, but we don't get to see it. Typical movie setup, right? Not showing the creature, letting your mind do the work. And then it jumps from that to Jennifer Lopez, who is Terry Flores. Uh, she's a documentary maker, and that's what this whole thing is about. She's wanting to go out and and videotape a documentary about this lost tribe of people that live in Amazon. Fable didn't even not even really exist anymore. They're going to search for them, right? And at this point, you got the boat that's going to get on, which is pretty much a piece of junk. But you got Ice Cube, who's the the Danny. He's the the filmographer, right? He's the one with the camera. We got this professor who's a real useless person in the whole movie. you got to have one of those, right, in every movie like this, the, the one person that doesn't help do anything. Um, and he supposedly knows about this tribe and kind of where they're supposed to be and all this stuff. So you get this rushed, it's almost like 20 seconds of introduction of all the characters. They all meet on the boat. Eric Stoltz owns the boat, an ex-flame of Lopez's character. So you're you're dealing with all that kind of stuff. And really, does any of it matter? Because we're here to see anacondas, right? That's what we're here to see. And uh, you get some shots as it goes along of, you know, them not getting along. Ice Cube trying to play some rap on his jam box. And the professor doesn't like it because he's trying to work on his golf swing. <laughs> you get all these scenarios, right? And uh, along the way, they see a boat that's broke down, and it's crazy John Voight. And uh, so they pick him up because he don't have a ride, he's stranded, but lo and behold, it was all set up. He knew they were coming through there, he knew what they were looking for, and he's going to use them to try to get what he wants. And that's really what drives this whole movie. That's what we're looking for. 
And like I said, John Voight delivers. He's an excellent bad guy in this. Uh, there's some really great action sequences in this that I don't remember being as good before. So, uh, I don't know. I, I was actually really surprised at how solid this flick is. Uh, some of the dialogue is kind of sketchy. You know, Eric Stoltz delivers the line to John Voight when they pick him up. Oh, we're all just victims of our own machinery or something like that. You know, it's just like, eh, okay, whatever. You would never say that in real life, you know. But again, it's a movie. So you have to overlook some of the dialogue. But hey, look at who we're talking about here. I mean, I love the Italian flicks because dialogue means nothing, right? So this is no different. So if you're looking for intellectual film, this is not for you. <laughs> this is action-packed, roller coaster ride, uh, star-studded. I mean, who, who am I missing here? I'm missing Carrie uh, Wurz in this as well. So uh, again, just a just a solid cast, and uh, you know, I, I'm I, again. I, I'm trying to think of the best word to describe the effects, but they really hold up. Sometimes the snake looks a little rubbery when it is practical effects, but that's okay. I'll take that because you got actors actually interacting with something that's really there, and then you use the CGI stuff for the the curling around people and picking them up and taking them up into a treetop and things like that, which is done really well. And just like you expect from, I'm going to pull one out on you right here, Gorgo, the old movie Gorgo. Or, if you're more inclined, Jaws 3, where you're chasing the anaconda and you finally beat it, only to realize it's the smaller one. It's the baby. Mama's around the corner, right? And, you know, this thing's as big as, you know, Air Force One. <laughs> it's, it's really huge. And, uh, I don't know, man. It, it really pays off. You want John Voight to die. He he strangles Katie Wur, Carrie Wurr with his legs, strangles her to death while he's tied to a pole. He's a bad dude. And uh, so when he finally bites the dust, you're all for it, which looks really good. So again, going back to the Jaws thing, it's very reminiscent of when Quint gets killed by the shark. Uh, the snake just latches onto his head and picks him up and you're seeing the, the snake swallowing him, and you even get like a inside the snake's mouth, even further back, more down the, the middle of the body, looking and seeing John Voight kind of coming into the snake's mouth. And uh, then you get the outside shot of, is just John Voight's legs kicking while he's going into the snake's mouth. It looks great. It really looks good. So uh, I, I think as time is going on, the eyes have adjusted to not look at everything as so, you know, CGI'd or just looking at those kind of factors and actually enjoying the flick. I think even by today's standard, as far as the CGI stuff, it still looks really good because they did some live stuff in the shots to give it, like, motions. In other words, there's shots where the snake comes shooting across this, this floor of a building or whatever, and there's leaves and stuff, and they're rustling and moving. So, real leaves and stuff, right? So, that stuff is actually getting moved, and then they put the CGI on top of it. And it works really well together. 
I'm sure that was a nightmare to put together because you had to make it all match up. But because of that, it gives it a bit more realism. And uh, again, I, I think you should check this one out again and have fun with it. And uh, it's hard to put those things out of your mind, though, because we kind of got covered up with these kind of movies there for a little bit. Your Lake Placids, your, you know, Jurassic Park, all these things that were happening at the time. This just seemed like another one in the docket, I think, at the time. But going back and revisiting, and I'm not disappointed. I actually enjoyed it better than I thought I would, Dan. So there you go, buddy. I know you guys uh, on the podcast on Haunted Hill, they just recently did The Relic, which has its own problems, right? Heavily CGI'd monster. But I'm actually really fond of that movie. So that's one of those I want to go back and revisit as well. And I'm glad that they covered it because it gives me a chance to go check it out again as well. So that's my thoughts on Anaconda. I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a four out of five. Uh, if you would have asked me before, I probably would have gave it a three. But going back and revisiting it, it held up. I'm, I'm really surprised at how well it held up. And, uh. There you go, folks. That's it for Anaconda, and we will check you later.